Good morning. Good morning. I got my bitches out in Georgia. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I'm eating strawberries. Oh, what, a, what a way, guys. Who would have known that we'd be addicted to a Justin Bieber song? Mm. I didn't see this coming. I really didn't. But if you Girl haven't flow. listened to Peaches by Justin Bieber, you are missing out. I, I, have I feel say, confident saying that. This morning, I've listened to Peaches by Justin Bieber about six times. <laughs> and I'm now eating strawberries. So I think my happiness in life is like at You're a plateau. Peaking. I'm You're peaking. fucking peaking. I'm peaking. <laughs> I don't know what, what I have weird energy today. No, it's good. It's very happy energy. Thank you. You and your strawberries. I was hella late this morning. She was. So, <laughs> so I had to make it up to Annabelle. So on my way, I was like, okay, let's pick up some strawberries. We know she knows me do. very well. Anyone who knows me knows that strawberries will make me. <laughs> Anyone who listens to this podcast. <laughs> to be honest. Did you guys know? I don't even know if they know this, if we've spoken about this. Annabelle has an alter ego who um, DJs <laughs> some of the time when parties are a thing. And her stage name is DJ Strawberry. <laughs> like, this is an obsession that runs deep. I keep this a mystery for a lot of people. <laughs> Genuinely. I, I did tell the guy I'm dating now, I told him, yeah. The Italian Stallion. <laughs> the Italian Stallion. He has a name now. Um, yeah, I told him and he was like, what? Like, I, I the funny thing is I always have this with dating. I, I'm an open book completely in like my emotions and who, what I'm thinking, but like I'm super mysterious in any <laughs> other way. Like I've done so much already. Like I like casually mentioned, oh yeah, I toured for a year and a half. And he's like, you toured for a year and a half? I'm like, yeah, in a musical. What? Or like I danced for 15 years, you know, he's like, what the fuck? Like I, I do give singing lessons on the side. Used to hide at school <laughs> in primary school. Like this is the Annabelle I, I wish I was friends with. Like used to hide in primary school so that I didn't have to go. <laughs> I'm fucking wild, guys. Or you've lived a lot of lives. I've lived a lot of lives in this one lifetime. True. So happy we can witness it. Mm. Good to hear. So this episode is gonna be very good. <laughs> And spoiler, alert. <laughs> spoiler alert spoiler alert um i think first we're gonna start with a story story time people of um something that happened to a friend of ours yeah let's go with that yeah and it probably some vari variation of this has happened to you or to someone you know it's just the type of thing that can happen um in today's dating world so we're gonna start with that it's not the happiest story so we thought we would counter it, and um, at the end of the episode, we're just going to talk about amazing little romantic things that men and women, mostly men, have done. Yeah, because we've been bashing <laughs> men quite a lot. I know, they've <laughs> taken a hit, and surprisingly, there are men who listen to this podcast. Oh, really? I, I know, it's wild Hi. that they listen to it, and they're like, why don't you mention me? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I've, no. asked, I've asked to give a shout out. I won't, I won't though. <laughs> Sorry, sorry about it. Sorry, us. babes. I mean, I think people that I mention on the podcast are like, I wish you wouldn't. <laughs> I wish you wouldn't talk about me. Like, I literally am calling the guy I'm dating now the Italian stallion. I really... He's going to know. He, he, he's going to get such an ego boost. I don't know. He will. I don't know. He may I be, like, so. super angry. No, he... We actually joke about this. Um, the guy she's dating is like me, but in male form. Yeah. <laughs> so I know yeah. I would love it. So I know. True. Okay. I know I love it. So I know he's going to love it. Okay, fantastic. That's fair. So dating. Okay, so we have a crazy Amsterdam dating story. Yeah. So 
um, I have a friend who was on Bumble, and she met this guy. They went on a date. It became very uh, sensual, very fast from his doing, and she really wanted to take it slow, like, you know, see if they vibe as people first. Um, so I think they went on two dates, and before they were able to go on a third date, um, this girl found out that he actually had a girlfriend. Da, 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 da. Da, na, na, na. Honestly, which um, this happened the in the only space of like two weeks. By yeah, the way, and I the only say. reason she found out is is just crazy. It's because he, the guy, um, was friends with one of my friends, and yeah. So yeah. that's how we found out. But, like, they, they wouldn't have known. Uh, they would have never... Th- this would have never been found yeah, out. Yeah, it would have never come out. So, yeah. And the thing is, this happened, I think, in a span of literally two weeks. It was very fast, very hot and heavy. And I remember... Yeah. The thing is, that's the thing, though. You have to caution yourself. Because you will never know who the other person knows. What kind yeah. of... T- if you're trying to live a double fucking life... At least <laughs> cover your tracks, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, Do a good job at it. I mean, but actually don't because you're a fucking asshole. <laughs> but other than that, let me think. Yeah, this it ha- was it was kind of a sad thing to yeah. witness and to witness our friend go through because. I mean, she's the real loser here, right? Like, who's no, winning? No, he's the real no, loser. No, I don't mean like loser as in like loser. I mean like loser as, as in like losing. she's not like who's winning here? No one's winning. But I also don't think she's losing. I think she's. It's um, well, careful. She is losing by staying with him. Facts. Oh, you mean his girlfriend? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, she's losing. Oh, That's well, what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. yeah. I I lost you for a second. No, there. don't know I'm where you're back. back. You're I'm back. back on I'm the train. Back on the train. Let's uh, her, yeah. yeah, her girl. His girlfriend is definitely losing. But also, it's really sad. Like you know, the more you learn about it, the more you're like shit because it's just such a fucked up story as well. Like the girlfriend, I think is 18. He's 26 and they've known each other since she was 14. Like, it's just inappropriate on so many levels. And he's just like, not a great guy. Like he's not evil. He's just not a good guy. I feel really bad for the girl because it probably means if you were with somebody when you were 14, he was so much more older that he probably like imprinted on you exactly, or yeah. traumatized you in a way that you don't realize it's still, tr- that you don't realize it's you're trauma. So young, like, and yeah, so impressionable. So, yeah, we feel a bit bad for her because she found out that he was on Bumble. And guys, this is actually the cherry on top. He was on Bumble with the filter looking for a <laughs> relationship. <laughs> L-O-L. These people exist. Beware. These men exist. Beware. Yeah, but I feel bad. I feel bad for her. I feel bad for him. It's just, it's kind of a sad story. I can't believe, though, that she... And so, she, yeah, she found out, obviously. My friend told her. Um, and my friend, not the girl, <laughs> my friend that knows her boyfriend, and she's actually friends with her as well. So she told her, and this girl didn't believe her. Yeah, that's, that's, and that's, that's wild. why we are telling you this story. Yes. Because believe, this girl believe this has no, see, yeah. no motive to lie about the fact that your boyfriend has been, first of all, on Bumble, second of all, fucking another, oh, sorry, having sex with another yeah. girl. Like, what is her motive? She's only your friend. What is her motive? And then the girl was even like turns around and says like, yeah, you've always been like jealous of me or something. Or like you want him some and like, wild, babe, get, o- like, babe, get no. over it. He's not that. If, like, if men tell you A, but do B, 
Trust B, believe B, yeah. look at B. Okay, like words are serious. But honestly, tr- believe your friends who tell you that your boyfriend is on tin, uh, fucking Bumble. And also, he's just not a good guy. Like he has. I'm sorry. I'm. We're really laying it onto this guy, but he has. He had kind of a traumatic upbringing, and I think. I don't want to say everyone has had a traumatic upbringing, but no one. I don't want to say anyone has had it like a hundred percent easy. The thing with his history, though, is that he tells it to people like a sad story. Like on first dates, he'll tell people like how traumatic or like the sad thing that happened to him. Like it's just, he's using it as a weapon. Can kind I? Of. I completely agree with you. And can I also add to this? This this is a phenomenon, and I've done a lot of research into this. It's called emotional manipulation. V- with an added value of intimacy so emotional manipulation it it means that if you are on a date in a dating context girls women will often have the thought okay if i feel emotionally intimate with this person i could easily be physically intimate so you have like the suggestion of if i know him i will sleep like i feel like we don't even know each other and then you don't sleep with somebody and if you feel i feel like i've known him for years you sometimes will be more inclined to sleep with somebody so Emotional manipulation tactic is to tell somebody your very personal, deepest, darkest secrets very early off the bat, which gives the girl, or okay, it could also be a guy, I'm just sketching a situation here, gives this person a feeling of emotional intimacy with you, which will make you more inclined to be physically intimate with this person. And I believe that is this guy's tactic. I'm saying it's not weird if you want to share your personal details with somebody that you feel comfortable with. No, I'm saying it's weird. I mean, (laughs) but in this case, with him, like sketching him as a subject, it shows that if he does it this easily, this often, it is his way of making girls feel emotionally intimate with him. Therefore, way easier physically intimate with him. Because he's, I think he has a turnover of like, I think, I mean... What I see in front, like, I think when I think of this guy, I think his turnover is insane. I think he does this with so many girls. That's so sad. Let's be real. If a man has the need for multiple women, he's not happy with himself. Whoa. I know, respectfully. So, here's the thing. Um, It's sad. We move on. People like this exist. Um, But it's true that in today's, like, dating landscape... It's not uncommon to have these types of experiences or something like it, which can kind of be hard on the morale. Like, romance is super nice, and having really, like, it's just, oh, romance is so nice. I feel like I've been on dating apps for a while now, and I'm missing romance, and I've, I'm starting to experience it vicariously through my friends because I have so many friends that are in beautiful, loving relationships. So I thought we'd take a little step back into romance and share some cute stories that um, our friends have experienced that maybe have happened around us and just talking about all the things that men can do right like little things cute ass dating stories cute ass shit so I'm gonna start first thing that I can think about is I have a really awesome awesome friend who doesn't date that often but she started dating uh, one of our friends' friends who um, put them like hook them up together and they started getting to know each other really slowly they really hit it off as friends like they're basically the same person female and male like that type of relationship and it's just working so well they're so happy it's so easy and the first time she went to sleep over at his place she found out that he uses a (laughs) three-in-one body wash face wash (laughs) shampoo i didn't even know these existed yeah i didn't even know these exist they're fucking tough but uh, my friend looked at it and she was like oh like 
I need to use this. Like, this is everything you have. And he was like, yeah, sorry about it. <laughs> and she left. And then when she left, he WhatsApped her, one of her closest friends. And he asked her to send him pictures of the products she uses at home. And the next time she went, he had all of those products for her in the shower. Oh, my God. Isn't that one of the cutest things you've ever heard? Yeah. <laughs> like, effort is not that much, but it's just like... God in heaven. Honestly, knocked it out of the park, Fucking baby. Park, honestly, this guy. Uh, cutest. Wait, I have another one. Okay, They're yeah. flowing to me. Okay. Um, I'm going to be honest, this is my sister. <laughs> Hi, friend. Franny, you're fucking killing it. <laughs> um, she's been seeing someone. It's quite recent, actually. They haven't known each other that long. But again, it's going so well. It's so easy. They're so happy. And on their second or third date, he was cooking for her. And she brought a bottle of Prosecco and some juice to make a cocktail at his place. And they finished the bottle of Prosecco vibes <laughs> and he kept it and he put it on the kitchen counter and now he fills it up with a rose like every week so every time she goes there the first bottle of prosecco they ever drank together there's just a rose popping out wild guys wild. so i love it how, so much right like i'm i think i'm getting goosebumps from how cute right that now. is oh i love it romance oh. is real baby i have to say Okay, can I just say, I'm going to, can I, yes, Please, yeah, yes. a general cute ass dating story, which I'm going to like generalize, is when a guy, like, even when you walk in or when you're just there, and he calls you beautiful, the, um, like, the mood that sets, you feel on top of the world, and it's such a tiny effort, but like, when you take your coat off, and he just says, oh, you look beautiful, oh, come on, like, I'm True. in the best mood the rest of the night just because of that. And like everything else, of course, obviously. But like, oh, I don't know. It's so cute. Like compliments. Just compliments go such go so far. They do. I mean, yeah. Something else. Um, actually, this is about a guy I've roasted quite a bit during the podcast. Ooh, Sorry exciting. about it, baby. Wait, who is it? Player one, player two. Uh, <laughs> I love this. This is how we go through my life. You'll see. Um, but he did, he's really great guy, I have to say. And he did prep a bath with candles Play once. One. <laughs> like, I got there, we had a date, and we planned, we, we knew we were going to have a bath. Yeah. I don't have a bath. Wait. I didn't have a bath, now I do, but I didn't. So, had to take advantage. And it was prepped, they had snacks, it had candles everywhere. It was just so romantic. Yeah. There was, like, music playing. It was really, yeah, it was really sweet. Again, effort, not so much, but the effect is just... Romantic. I mean, I want to... Uh, wait, what was I... What do I have? I have cute-ass dating stories. Wait, which one? Oh, I know one from you. Um, um, she, The Italian stallion, actually. <laughs> oh Let's blast him again for how amazing he is. Um, he's super smart. He has a whiteboard in his bedroom where he was writing all of these formulas for an exam he had to take. And... He wrote down in front of the bed, so where Annabelle would see when she woke up. Annabelle in Dutch, like good morning, Annabelle. So I'm melting. Cute. I can't hear it again. So I can't hear it again. I have to say, like romance really gets me. Like so cute. I when I 
I have to say, like, also listening to the little things because I was texting uh, or like voice noting um, the same uh, guy, and uh, he like I had mentioned something about sushi, and then the next time I saw him, he was like, "So let's order sushi tonight," and I was like. You remembered. You remembered. Oh, I feel so seen and heard. You get what I mean? Like knocked it out. I feel part. like. Can I just interject? Like I feel like with dating, I always used to think that I remembered the small things, and that that was weird for me. Like I would remember if somebody told me that they're going to see their friend on Friday, and I would remember its name, and I would remember where they're going, because not only with the guy I'm dating, with everyone in my life, I just remember things, and I just mental notes, and with a. In dating, I always found like no guy ever remembered what I, what I told them. They were like didn't care either. <laughs> like if I would tell them like I have a job interview next week, they'd be like, okay, have fun with that. Have fun with that. I don't even care what the function is. And I just have the feeling that being seen and heard, also seeing the other person, obviously it's reciprocal, is very important and very special. And it's something that I think every person needs and wants and in this case and deserves and deserves and in this case i hope you when you're dating feel seen and heard because fuck it's a good feeling you really feel valued i think and not like you can't give value to yourself but with somebody even if it's a friend if somebody take remembers that you have something on your tuesday and texts you that tuesday how did it go small things in life that can really go far they matter they matter um I just thought about this. Prince Harry leaving uh, the monarchy to be with Meghan Markle. Shit. Knock it out of no- the park. Knocked it out of <laughs> the no park. Ca- fucking hell, break from the church. Ba- or break from yeah, the- no, but he, someone, yeah. what was his name? <gasps> King Henry VIII yeah. abdicated. Guys, come oh my God. on. He split the country from the church just to divorce this woman so that he could to, be with another yeah, woman. To marry a woman yeah. he later killed. Fun fact. And... Men, men are ju- the dual perspective <laughs> of men, right? The duality. Every, every time we're like, yes, this is it. Ah, <laughs> come different, on. Different times. Also, different times. okay, I know this is Greek mythology, but true, yeah. true as day in my book, um, the Trojan War. Yeah. And um, what about it? Paris of Troy. Yeah. Taking Helen from her husband and like all of that happening. Yeah. Fucking romantic. Yeah, I mean, the tro- Trojan, anything in Greek mythology. Over, over a woman, guys. Over a woman. Just, uh, can I tell the quote your dad told you a couple of days ago? The hundred, the, I'm just going to say. Uh, yeah, sorry. He's so funny. And uh, Antonella's dad is the best one-liner ever. Like he's, he has Both of our dads, actually, I've noticed, they've, they have like <laughs> fountains of wisdom. Fountains of wisdom, quotes of the wazoo. <laughs> and... Um, um, Antonella, like a long, long while ago, broke up with her boyfriend, and her dad said to her, "Don't worry, a man, oh, yeah. a, a woman, no, a man makes a woman's life about fifty percent better, and a woman makes a man's life a hundred percent better." And I was like, "Facts." And the way he said it, he was like, <sighs> "Babe, like you can never stress, like you can never worry, like so fucking you're good. good, so goddamn good." Also, I have to say something else. Funny, he said the funniest thing about the guy Francesca's seeing. Yeah. Because he's quite tall. He's like almost two meters. And <laughs> oh my God, I don't know when that. my dad found out, he goes, he's what? Like, what? Like two meters? Forget about it. Forget about it. No. He, he's, he's too tall. He can see too many women from up there. <gasps> no! <laughs> and then like, she'd be like, no, no. And he's just like, no, like, I don't want to hear anything else. It's never going to work out. 
I don't know why this is getting me so badly, but it's so fun. He can see too, too many, many women, women from off there. <laughs> it's like the symbolism also that he probably means like tall guys get a lot of women. But it's like, oh, the one-liner gets me so going. He's a gene. Honestly, Antonella Zad, ti voglio bene. Actually, he is such a romantic. Yeah. Let's talk about it. I think... I have an inclination to, well, I think everyone does, but maybe I have higher standards when it comes to romance because I grew up with the most romantic couple. It's sad. Like, <laughs> I know, okay, I know growing up with, you know, separated parents is hard and sad. Growing up with perfect parents, guys, it's not easy because everything is downhill from there. Like, I look uh-huh. at them and I'm like, what, like, you expect me to... Like, Emulate this. to make this? Are you yeah. kidding me? It's wild. Well, I mean, I kind of had the same because my parents have been together for like thir- like 35 years or now, I think. So, and they're not even that old. Like they were married at 23 and they were like each other's pretty much like second or third love. I would say they were with other people for that. But like very early on, they were like, you're it, you're it. And indeed, my dad would always in every anniversary birthday it doesn't matter what buy my mom flowers like oh just buy her buy her presents think about what she wants you would always think about her needs and it was just it's so like indeed romance was never dead with them it's like even after so many years and i remember one thing my dad said it was actually like a couple days ago even funnily enough he said (laughs) obviously they've had their struggles i mean people who've been together for that long obviously they will have their struggles and he said something that was so like, he asked me, what? Well, he said, I've been with your mom for like 35 years. And I mean, obviously we have our problems, but I can honestly say with my hand on my heart, I have never been bored one second. <laughs> and I was like, why is that like so weirdly simple, but so I nice? Bored, like, you'll never be bored. You'll never be bored. And I was like, cool. And yeah, I don't know. And my mom said to me about my dad, she was like, Whatever the situation ever in life, he will always make me laugh. And that's what really does it for me. And I thought that was just so cute. Like, he will always make her laugh. Like, in any situation ever, how bad or however it is, she, my dad will make a joke and my mom will laugh at it. Like, it's that simple. It really is. Like, love is that simple. And I love guys. I know, and that's sometimes I look at them. I'm like, I mean, they've been together for the rest of their life. Like they still are. I'm like, I want that. I fucking want that relationship in my life. What well, I mean, later in life. Mm. Do you have something that you remember from when you were younger? That like a romantic thing your dad did for your mom, and you were like, holy fuck, that's cute. Well, I do remember that he would. He once bought her. I think her favorite thing from every place. So like he bought her a favorite wine from her favorite wine shop. Bought her favorite bonbons from her favorite bonbon shop. Favorite flower. It was I'm an melting. orchid. He bought her an orchid. So like, I remember really that specifically sweet. that he would do exactly that. And like she likes this. She likes that. This is the type of music. She, like he just the fact that he knew he knows it all. Her. Yeah, exactly. That just made me so. Actually, yeah, she probably felt very, as I earlier on said, seen and heard, right? Yeah. Like, it's the same if somebody gets me strawberries. I'm like, you know me. You love me. It's genuinely that the, like that feeling that you get. Just acknowledgement of your existence, probably. I have to share one story. I so remember yeah. just talking about my dad. Um, I think this is probably one of the first, like, romantic stories I remember from them. 
I wasn't even there, but they told me about it. Sick. <laughs> so early on in their relationship, when they weren't even dating, they were just friends. My dad got something for my mom and she had to pay her, pay him for it. So I don't know, I think it must have been like 200, 300 euros. So she put it in an envelope and gave it to him. And g- flash forward like 10 years later, they are married. They have kids. They have my brother. I think maybe I was a baby or, you know, somewhere there. <laughs> and they go out to France for dinner. And they're sitting down on the table. And my dad looks at my mom and he goes, Marianne, you're paying for dinner tonight with like a grin on his face. And she's like taken aback, like, oh, like, sure. OK, that's kind of weird. <laughs> um and then he takes the envelope out from like 10 years ago. Like he never took the money out. He just always kept it. Stop. And I thought that was the cutest thing ever. I've never forgotten that. That is insane. Wild. That gives me goosebumps. Yeah. Italian men. <laughs> Italian men, guys. They knock it out of the park. I, uh, Italian women too. It, true. Um, Anton has a book at our house called Love and Sex Italian Men. <laughs> and one quote just fucking got me. It was like the Italian <laughs> The Italian, Italian flag, flag should be an erection. <laughs> and I was like, I, mean, this, I wouldn't be mad if it was. It's like a coffee table book, and it's just filled with like such great, great one-liners. Quotes, one-liners. Um, and it's all different Italian men with like actors, directors, philosophers, like race car drivers, architects, and all their thoughts on love, sex, and relationships. So fucking good. I, yeah. It was wild. There's Eroticism begins at the mouth. <laughs> Begins at the mouth. There's another one that says, um, "A kiss without penetration <laughs> is like a cappuccino without milk." <laughs> Everyone who reads that, they're like, "Wow, nice." I mean, fuck, <laughs> great. Get over it. Like, I can kiss without immediately wanting to get penetrated. Jesus, come the fuck. Down. I think that was done. Actually, it was the only um, quote by a hermaphrodite. Yeah. In the book, so it was really interesting. Yeah. Fun. The rest are all like direct. Hi- yeah, highly recommend this book, guys. Yeah, it's fucking amazing. Highly recommend you dating and doing cute ass shit. Mm-hmm. And if they don't do cute ass shit, tell them to do cute ass shit. Yeah. Tell them to step their game up. And also, I would suggest it's better to wait until you meet someone you have an honest connection with than just to date for the sake of dating. Oh, I completely agree. And with that. I don't know. I feel like we're all guilty of doing that. Sometimes I am definitely. I think. <coughs> A lot of my friends are as well, but... Can I say something about this? Because I was thinking about this a couple of days ago. So on dating apps, I've been very successful. Let's just say it generically like that. I had a lot of interest. A lot, a lot, a lot of interest. Uh, a lot of guys asked me out on dates. So much so that it was overwhelming. And I remember that I would become more and more picky as like the like at a certain point, I couldn't even react to people anymore because I, I was just like, it's too much. It is, yeah. And then I still was able to like filter out who I thought I'm going to have a genuinely fun connection with you. Because it's not about looks and it's not about somebody telling you you're gorgeous. It's about somebody actively listening and understanding and chatting with you in the way that you want to receive that. I mean, if you're honestly just out for looks, you'll just be out for looks and who cares. But I didn't have that. I really wanted to see who I had a bond with. And eventually, I mean, I, I was completely done with dating apps and like, I'm very lucky that eventually somebody that I had contacted in the past contact me contacted me again to like be like I want to take you out and that's who I'm dating now. 
But before that, I was completely down with dating apps because I was just like, where's the authenticity in this? People it's are just so bad. completely telling me. It's so yeah. funny because uh, when we started the series, we were like, Bumble's the best, dating apps <laughs> the best. Now we're like, <laughs> we're so over it, we're retired, let's you're so, go. I'm, yeah, you're so But it's right. true. And yeah, no, like I got a message the other day and like ever since I've gotten this message, I'm like, I feel old. Like I feel like I'm done, like I'm tired. <laughs> Um, so it was on Hinge actually. I got Hinge recently, and someone responded to one of my photos with the quote, like writing. Actually, I think I took a picture. You have a smile. I'm ready to die for. I don't know why, guys. I got so pissed from this message. I was like, really? Like, is that really all it took? Like, here. What the fuck? It's it's like it's it's so inauthentic to me, right? Like, can we agree, or am I being crazy? You have a smile. <laughs> I mean, it's intense. It's just like I don't know. Like I got this, and I was like, really, babe? Like truly? Like die then? Like go? Like, <laughs> I'm like I'm watching. No, seriously. I don't know, I, guys. I don't know. I feel like I'm too old for dating apps now. Die then. <laughs> I would be like, we're the you're the one. <laughs> I'd be like so flattered. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, really? <laughs> like, <laughs> it would get me going so... No, it wouldn't actually, but still, I think I would be very flattered. Do you want to hear me a strawberry on the podcast? <laughs> Please, eat a strawberry for us. <sighs> ASMR. Juicy, sexy. <laughs> Sorry, Ooh. I didn't know this was turning into R-rated content, but we need to boost <laughs> it up, right? We need to boost our listens. Go on, guys. Here. Hello. <laughs> So turned on right now, it's not even funny. Let's fucking go. I'm done with this shit. Our sexual tension has been yeah, too long. <laughs> Babe, let's go. On that note, bye off. guys. We're going to be busy. <laughs> Turn the fuck off.